chapter twenty one of fairy stories my children love best of all this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. fairy stories my children love best of all by edgar dubbs shimmer carlos and the magic horse there once lived in spain a king who had three very beautiful daughters he loved them so much that he could not bear to part with them so when they were old enough to marry he shut them up in a strong tower which he had built on a high mountain this mountain had straight sides and was so smooth that no one could possibly climb it you would have thought the poor princesses quite safe in such a prison but their father was not content as he was a magician he sent three enchanted horses to guard his daughters giving them orders to trample to death any one who came near the maidens now said he to himself i can rest in peace for i am quite sure that no one can reach my daughters so sure he was indeed that he sent messengers all over spain crying out that any one who could bring the three princesses from their high tower might have one of them as his wife brave young knights came riding from all parts of the country dressed in shining armor and mounted upon prancing steeds but not one of them could climb a foot up the steep sides of the mountain on which the tower of the princesses was built one fine day three brothers arrived from the far north of spain and asked if they might try to win the maidens try by all means said the king with a great laugh for it amused him to see so many noble spaniards beaten by his cleverness two of the brothers set off at once upon their swift horses and they sang a merry song as they rode over hill and dale for they made quite certain of winning the princesses the youngest brother who was called carlos remained behind he went into the market and bought a very odd set of things there was first of all a big cart with two oxen then there was a strong cord a mile in length and lastly a great bag of long nails and a hammer people who saw him laughed at his purchases but as you will see he knew quite well what he was about he set off on his journey and long before he reached the mountain with his slow oxen he met his two brothers riding back home they were no longer singing and their sad faces showed that they had given up hope of reaching the tower when the brothers saw carlos driving along in his great ox-cart they sneered at him and said you might as well turn back with us for it is quite useless for you to try where we have failed why the mountain is as slippery as glass and as steep as a house never mind said the young knight i am not going back home without having at least one try and what is more i am sure that i shall succeed come with me and when i have freed the princesses you shall have two of them as your brides at these bold words the brothers laughed loudly but they returned with carlos just to see what he was going to do in time they came to the steep smooth walls of the mountain which stretched upward for nearly a mile carlos at once set to work though he saw that his task would be no easy one he first tied his long cord safely around his waist and slung his bag of nails around his neck then he took his hammer and drove a nail into the side of the mountain 
he stood upon this nail and drove in another higher up onto which he climbed after hammering and climbing and climbing and hammering for a whole week he at last reached the top of the mountain when he set foot upon the summit carlos saw before him the strong tower in which the princesses lived just as he was wondering how he could enter it the door opened and out stepped the most beautiful maidens he had ever dreamed of they cried out with surprise when they saw the knight and the eldest said to him noble sir what has brought you here and how did you succeed in reaching our tower go back i beg you while there is still time for we are guarded by wild horses that will trample you to death if they see you here then all three began to weep but carlos replied do not be sad lovely maidens all will be well with me i have come to save you and if you only do as i bid you we shall all reach the ground again unharmed without losing any more time he unwound the cord from his waist and tied one end of it around the eldest princess then he lowered her over the side of the mountain until she reached the ground at the foot one of her sisters was next lowered in the same way when it came to the turn of the third princess she unclasped a necklace of pearls from her throat and gave it to carlos saying please take this little trinket and keep it in memory of me never part with it for it will help you when you are in trouble carlos thanked the princess for her gift and fastened it carefully to his belt then he tied the cord around the girl's waist and it was not long before she stood with her sisters at the foot of the mountain meanwhile the two knights below had been watching their brother's success with rage and envy no sooner had he lowered the third princess than they snatched the rope from his hands mounted their swift steeds and sped off like the wind with the maidens they never stopped until they reached the palace of the king who could hardly believe his eyes when he saw his daughters he raged and stormed but it was all no good he had to keep his promise and the young knights were at once married to the two elder princesses poor carlos was in despair when he saw the trick that had been played upon him he wrung his hands crying what have i done to deserve such treatment as this by the time i have climbed down the mountain my brothers will be far away and i shall never see the princesses again before he had time to begin his descent he heard a terrible banging and trampling and screaming inside the tower the three enchanted horses had just found out that the princesses were missing they came rushing out of the tower snorting and plunging with rage and breathing forth fire from their nostrils on seeing carlos they ran at him as if to trample him to death and he gave himself up for lost but strange to say just as he thought his end had come the horses stopped right in front of him without hurting a hair of his head carlos then remembered the necklace which the young princess had told him would help him in trouble the horses were now as gentle as lambs they frisked around him rubbing their heads against his jacket and neighing with pleasure when he stroked their silky necks at last seeing how tame they were carlos leaped upon the back of the largest one at once the horse sprang over the side of the mountain into the air down down they went till carlos lost his breath 
and thought that every moment would be his last but the horse floated to the ground as lightly as a feather and stood quite still until the youth had jumped from his back then the animal said to him master pluck the hair from my tail if you ever need my help blow upon this hair and i shall at once appear before you the young man plucked a hair and before he could say a single word the horse sprang into the air and disappeared carlos then set off in search of his oxen and found these quiet creatures standing just where he had left them he mounted into the cart and set off slowly and sadly for the city where the king lived wondering all the time what he should do next it was a long long way to the city and it took a long long time so that before he arrived his two brothers had already been married to their princesses he was not even in time for the great feast which had been made in honor of the weddings but people were still talking about it when he reached the city he thought at first of going to the king and telling him the whole truth of the matter but he gave up the idea for he felt sure that the king would never believe the story he did not dare to tell his brothers that he had escaped for they would have killed him in order to keep their secret so he sold his cart and oxen and dressing himself up as a poor shepherd he lived all alone in a little hut outside the gates of the city i shall wait quietly here he said to himself until i can see some chance of winning the youngest princess as my bride now it so happened that after carlos had been living in his little hut for about a year the king began to lose his sight he was in great alarm at this for he found that his own magic powers were not strong enough to cure the trouble so he sent in great haste for all the doctors and magicians in the country they came in hundreds and tried all kinds of cures but not one did the king any good his sight grew dimmer and dimmer until at last he could not see at all his grief at the loss of his sight was so great that he shut himself up in a secret chamber and refused to eat for four whole weeks then he sent out messengers all over spain saying that any one who could restore his sight should marry his youngest daughter and should reign after him carlos of course heard of this and he thought if i can only cure the king my misfortunes will be at an end so he took out the hair which he had plucked from the tail of the enchanted horse and walked into the open country where there was no one to see him then he blew gently upon the horse's hair and at once the beautiful animal appeared before him master he cried you called me pray tell me what i can do to help you the young knight told him about the king's trouble and said dear horse if you can only give me something to bring back the king's sight i shall be the happiest knight in spain for i shall have my princess and i shall win a crown for myself into the bargain oh that is the easiest thing in the world replied the horse i know a fountain far away in india the water of which has the magic power of curing blindness i promise that within twenty-four hours you shall have some of the magic liquid so you can go back to your home and wait there quietly while i bring it to you sure enough within a day carlos heard a loud neigh outside the door of his hut and on running out there he saw the enchanted horse standing with a jar of water in his mouth you are the best friend i have in the world said carlos stroking the horse's soft neck 
some day i will try to repay you for your kindness to me then he took the jar of water and lost no time in running to the palace with his precious burden as he ran he cried i can cure blindness i can give sight to the blind when the king's servants heard him they ran out of the palace and almost carried him to the room in which the sick king was lying sire they all cried out together here is a man who claims to be able to cure blindness let him try then said the king in a weary voice i have no hope that he will succeed but he can do no worse than all the others so a clean white cloth was brought and carlos poured on it some of the magic water then he passed the damp cloth gently over the blind man's eyes and lo his sight at once returned to him for a moment the king sat silent staring straight in front of him as if amazed then he gave a great cry i can see i can see and burst into tears of joy when he had recovered he took carlos by the hands and said to him ask of me what you like everything i have shall be yours carlos then told his story from beginning to end he told how he had freed the princesses how he had been tricked by his brothers and how he had been helped by the magic horse the king was very angry when he heard how the two brothers had deceived him and he drove them out of the city with their wives soon afterward carlos married the youngest princess and was made heir to the throne End of chapter 21